You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Hello, hello, Questers. We are here to talk some Quest topic of the day with my friend Brian. Hey, Justin. How are you? I'm great. I am great, too. I uh, have to be honest, I panicked a little bit with this intro. Um, I wanted to do something authentic to our, our our topic, and I just couldn't do it. What I should have done, now thinking in retrospect, is Questers. just... Oh, that would have worked. I was also thinking I could just talk really fast, and that would be uh, known what was happening, but... Um, yeah, yeah. I'll go with Quest. Yeah, no, that's 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 great. See, you should have done the intro today. Sega. What a great topic today. We are here. We are talking Sonic the Hedgehog, and uh, this is this is exciting for me. We had our our video game topic uh, a long time ago, and this was early on, early stages, and we were very general with that conversation. It was very broad. Um, so I'm excited to dig deeper into a specific segment within that category, uh, and uh, I I I've got feeling that you are excited too, Brian. Oh yeah, yeah, I am. It it it's good nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. We have a uh, this is new for us. You you know our food episodes are a little interactive. Um, we've done some uh, other ones in the past. Uh, we have a TV set up right now. Brian has uh, – why don't you walk us through what we, you have here? Yeah, so I've got the the uh, Sega Genesis Mini. Yeah, sure. Se- Sega Genesis yeah. Mini. So it, it comes with, I think, like 30 or 40 games on it preloaded, similar to the – I talked about it earlier yeah. that I ordered the this. The NES Classics. Yeah, the NES Classic. Uh, I have the Sega version of that. So it's got a wider range of – of games on it ranging from you know baseball based off of a release date alex the kid to a darius and i don't know that i've ever yeah. played either of those well you got a tetris I, in there I, I too. Take, take that back tetris was the bonus so i don't oh, okay. i don't think that's a release date change um but the uh the alex the kid yeah uh apparently the first game that came from and it looks uh, weird just looking at it yeah um, and i'll have some information on that oh, okay great later so well, before we we jump into all that fun stuff, and we get to, we're gonna play a little bit. Um, you know, as as per usual, Brian will will jump into some some history, and I'll do some stats. But while we're each talking, we'll kind of be immersed in it. So you might hear some like sonic uh, noises from time to time, and uh, you know, and we might yell when we die and all of that. But uh, yeah, so that'll be happening in the background. But before we do all of that, Brian, what do you what have you been up to since last time? Yeah, so obviously we had the Super Bowl, but since we're not a sports po- podcast, I'm not going to talk about the sport Super Bowl. Yeah. I just realized that I shouldn't have said that because I'm going to talk about another sports thing that happened. Hmm. But the... the <laughs> we're not a sports podcast, but yeah, I did this other I forgot. I, I watched Kobe Bryant's celebration of life yes. that the, yeah. the Lakers did, right. um, and, and that was pretty moving i would say yeah uh, obviously you know kobe bryant passed away almost two weeks ago now and mm-hmm. the first game back in uh the staple center for the lakers was was on friday and they were actually playing the portland trailblazers and just to watch the pre-game festivities that happened uh is pretty incredible to know a guy who impacted so many lives right. and you know, so unfortunate because really he was just turning to his next life because he had yeah. just retired a couple of years ago. Right. And, you know, the the stories that came out from it and LeBron James gave a great speech. Right. Uh, and, you know, when when he read all of the names of the people who had passed in that, that helicopter crash, it was when he got to Kobe Bryant, it was like heavy. Yeah. Yeah, that that was. I'm sure that was hard for him to say, right? And because I I just felt it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as as you mentioned, we're we're not a sports podcast, but we both love sports, and it's hard to um, you know disagree with the impact that Kobe had on the sports world. Um, and so that was you know it's more than sports, honestly, is what it became. So yeah, interesting. I 
I, uh, a little bit on a lighter side for me, but, um, so my birthday just happened. Um, we, uh, it was, uh, both my birthday and my wife's birthday within a couple days of each other. And for our birthday from, uh, my sister-in-law and, and her, her boyfriend, they got us an Oculus Rift or or, sorry, an Oculus Quest, Mm -hmm. which if you're not familiar is, uh, the VR headset and it's completely wireless and it's kind of full immersion or for the most part, full immersion. And it is really cool. I've been demoing some games over the weekend and, and, uh, over the last couple days, uh, I played a Star Wars game, which is crazy. Darth Vader looks massive uh, when you're standing right next to him. <laughs> and there's some, you know, some interesting games. One of the games that I demoed actually last night was this game called, um, I think it's called Super Hot. I never heard of it, but in essence, you are, it's like this virtual world where they're not people, but they're like humanoid things. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to, you know, defeat or kill these these guys and they're coming to get you. And every time, like, they may have guns, but you don't, and you might have, like, a couple things out on the table. And so you have to pick up things and throw it at them, Mm -hmm. and then they'll shatter, like, glass. Well, what's really interesting about it is that they don't move unless you move. So as you move, they're moving closer to you. So as you grab, you know, an item or whatever to throw it at them, they may shoot a gun, and then the bullet will stop if you stop. But then as you move, you so you're almost matrix some mm-hmm. of the bullets and some of the stuff. Hmm. And uh, so I was playing this game yesterday, and every level – it's almost like a puzzle. Every level gets a little bit harder. And by the end of it, there was a moment when I – like there was a, a table, I guess, in front of me. And I was like ducking behind the table to dodge the bullets and like tossing things around. At one point – the bullet was coming at me, and I didn't expect it because he shot two two bullets. I dodged the one and panic spun out of the other one, threw myself into the TV stand uh, that was in our living room. Yikes! And, um, the, the I my behind is a little bruised right now um, from um, sacrificing my body in that situation. But it uh, yeah, it was pretty intense. But I. I loved it so much. I actually, it was just the demo I was playing. I decided to buy the game because it's, <laughs> it's, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So cool. Uh, um, yeah. So that was that. And then I did want to do a shout out. Uh, we did have a new listener this past week. Oh, okay. Uh, they were intrigued by our pickle podcast. Yeah. Uh, a friend, Abby. Um, she tuned in for that specific podcast, uh, which was a couple weeks ago. I think one of our better ones. Um, if you like pickles, <laughs> they're all good. They're all pretty good. Um, but uh, she mentioned uh, we talked about, and actually the podcast afterwards, we talked about this pickle elevator. She talked about a pickle pincher, and I never heard of this as a pickle uh, uh, connoisseur, I guess. Yeah. But she has this pickle pincher that she actually has in her house that she uses to get pickles out of the pickle jar, and it basically is kind of like a claw that you will grab the pickles out. And she said it's game changer um, for how, um, you know, you, you, do, you don't get the pickle fingers and mm-hmm. get them all, you know, juiced up. So she talked about that, but she was talking about how she really loved the episode. And um, she also, uh, when we were talking about what it goes best with, uh, I explained my sandwich in the podcast, which is, you know, a turkey sandwich with lettuce, tomato, pickle, and, you know, and basically, she said that's the most perfect sandwich. She adds olives, but uh, she said your takes on pickles are terrible. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah it's okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know. I was tasting uh, them by themselves. We were. We were. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so if, you want, if you're interested in pickles, I, I do recommend that, that podcast. I mean, if you're not, then just stop listening. No, we, don't, we can't be friends. But, uh, yeah, that, that was pretty much it from, from last time. All right. Well, let's uh, jump into the news. So part of the reason why we're going to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog this week is is that the movie is coming out. So next Thursday, the 14th, uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is going to be released in, in theaters. Mm-hmm. And it features Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik uh, and uh, obviously a animated Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. I think in a previous episode we talked about the trailer 
for Sonic and how it came out and was released and people hated it. Oh, yeah. It became an instant meme. Uh, It was immediately scrutinized by the um, gaming community, the people that are familiar with Sonic. It just was a poor representation, especially the eyes were really off. Um, It wasn't large enough. Yeah. So so they redid Sonic and um, they're now going to release the movie. Um, you know, it, it looks fairly interesting, similar to it's um, Ted. I think the uh, okay the movie with the teddy bear. Yeah, it seems probably only, not as raunchy. It's as probably that, not as raunchy, <laughs> but it's still a little bit of comedy. Yeah. in it. Yeah, and for um, sure. you know, obviously Jim Carrey in it being being the bad guy, but he's still going to be a little bit funny. Yeah. But the the news that I kind of wanted to talk about was that. There was an ad that they played in, during the Super Bowl. I honestly didn't see it. I think it must have ran pregame. But it actually featured Michael Thomas, Christian McCaffrey, Allison Felix, and Kyle Busch. Oh. And basically the what the ad is is they're all talking about how fast this guy is. And, you know, never seen anything as fast, never th- seen anybody like him before. Yeah. Da, 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 you know, going on and on about this person. And you yeah. don't know who it is. And then it cuts to a shot of Sonic in a director's chair and sa- and he's basically saying, oh, you know, and, and what else can you tell them about me? And, <laughs> you know, like how he's directing yeah. the, the their interview. So, you know, I thought it was interesting. You know, obviously movies take a, a big portion of, of the Super Bowl ad time. But, um, you know, Sonic got in on the game. And not only that, but kind of took the sports twist to it. Yeah. No, it's cool. I missed that too. It had to have been pregame because I I came to the game pretty right on right close to the start of it. But yeah, that's cool. Uh, my my news uh, comes in from Gamer Rant, and they posted that the upcoming movie, uh, which we were just talking about, uh, is actually going to be capitalizing on some opportunity to introduce a new character into the cast. So uh, Sonic is quoted referencing a previously unknown character named Longclaw. Uh, And the Spanish news site uh, called Sonic Paradise later reported that Longclaw would be an owl character, which was independently confirmed by the Tales channel on Twitter. There is a whole thread about all of this stuff, which is kind of funny to me that it's not funny. I, I, I appreciate that, you know, if you're a diehard Sonic fan, you probably you know, may even follow some of these things, some of these channels. Um, I mean, I'm curious to hear your opinion or, or, or diehard fans' opinions on what the movie's going to be, if, mm-hmm. they'll, if they'll be interested in seeing it. But I did think it was a little odd, you know, that I, I don't know who all the other characters will be, but um, it's it's a little odd to me that there wouldn't they wouldn't lean into a, a character like uh, a Tails or a Knuckles or, you know, Shadow or one of those other prominent characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's possible that if it if they do a really good job that they would introduce a new character, um, you know, in a sequel. But I think this is a one-and-done thing in my opinion. So yep. I why wouldn't you just lean into some of those prominent ones? But, you know, we'll get a new character out of it and we can see, see how this new long claw will look. Hmm. All right. So. Well, we've won not started playing yet yeah i think it's time to uh to change that and we're gonna play some original sonic the hedgehog that's pretty good timing justin yeah i know i've been practicing yeah yeah you know um but we also buried the lead so Hmm. where do you stand on on the sonic the hedgehog uh are you you know where are you coming at it from so for for me, I had a Sega at so my my mom and dad were were divorced and we had different systems at different places. For me, Sonic was uh, at my mom's place. We had a Sega, and I had a couple different games on that. And the um, I, I've played most of the Sonic games, maybe not the recent ones, but. Uh, but I've played all of them, and the original one was probably the one I played the most in terms of traditional Sonic games. And But I would never say I was a diehard Sonic fan. It probably wasn't um, to that level for me. I had other games that I was more interested in at the time and other systems, honestly, that I was interested in. But I always had a ton of respect for 
for Sonic. So that was that was kind of my background. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I you know I played Sonic, you know a good amount in playing Sonic number one. I think I'm realizing that I didn't really play Sonic number one. Oh really? Yeah. Oh interesting. One of the main factors is I was trying to figure out because you can like power up and like spin faster, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I thought you just pressed down and like hit A or one of the buttons. Well, right? well, I'm I'm a little forgetful on the actual buttons because it's been a few years since I've played. But but like even if I press like I don't maybe you get that in the second level. Oh, we're gonna sound like such noobs right now talking to all the diehard yeah. Sonic fans. Oh, um, almost at the end. But I think we I think we fall into that category of people that that played a good amount, right? And then maybe just don't remember. Yeah, but like there's only three buttons. Hmm. True. Uh now you had I'll figure Sega it out was kind go. of a Sega was kind of one of those weird ones where like you had the three button controller and then they they came out with, you know, more con- uh yeah, the more six button one. Yeah. Like which is kind of weird, but um, yeah. sorry, I'm just I, I got to get my <laughs> my coins in my bonus level. I'm really curious how well I'm going to do talking about. Well, I'll be listening mostly when I'm when I'm playing. Yeah. Um, but I am a terrible multitasker, so I'm surprised you're able to even hold any type of conversation right. while we talk about this. Well, um, now let's uh, drop some knowledge as you begin to play. As we normally do, I am the history guy, and Justin is the stats guy. And as I was going through this, it, there's a lot of history on Sonic. Yeah, it's 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 a pretty extensive history. I thought it was just kind of gonna end at some point, but it just kind of continued. So, Sonic the Hedgehog. These games are characterized as speed-based platform gameplay. You are controlling the the player character, and the player navigates a series of levels at high speeds while jumping between platforms, avoiding enemies and inanimate objects, uh, while collecting power ups and coins. And basically, the coins are your life. So, you know, you might you might uh, jump on one of those spikes or or hit a or be shot by something, just like Justin was. You lose all your coins, and you have to go get coins. And coins are basically your life. Otherwise. Oh, oh, that was close, Justin. Oh, yeah. So in 1990, Sega president Hayao Nakayama decided Sega needed a flagship mascot uh, and a series to compete with Nintendo's Mario. And uh, Sega had been basing their business on porting arcade games to the console version. And they're really, at that time, their original mascot was Alex the Kid. Oh really? Yes. So that first game? Yes. Interesting. And and so the game was was supposed to be like Mario. Now I I don't know where it was in timeline because I think it was like eighty eight or something like that yeah. that it was released. Alex the Kid was released or somewhere in the late eighties. But uh, oh, Justin just died. I beat the level though, so you know. Yeah. I'm in yeah. Act Three. Yeah, but the the game is super basic. It is Alex the Kid. Unbelievable. Yeah, so like you're basically running around and there's cars and you just have to avoid the cars. You can't kill them and it's it was not fun to play. I couldn't play it for very long. Okay. But anyways, uh designers Hirokazu, Yashu Haro, uh and Nato Oshima and then developer Yuji Naka uh were tasked with creating a new character. Sonic's color was tro- chosen from the matching of Sega's cobalt blue logo. Oh boy, Justin! This is intense. Jump. Oh, okay. And the signature red boots that Sonic has, yes, were actually taken from Michael Jackson's boots. No way. From the Bad album, in combination with the color of red, was used. I, for some reason, they said indicating Santa Claus. Um, so that's why you kind of see that red color. Mm-hmm. Sonic's first appearance was shown in the video game of Rad Mobile in 1991. He was actually a decorative ornament in, uh, hanging in a rev- rear view mirror of a car. So he appeared oh. in a game before he actually was playable. So the first playable... What game was did he appear in? Rad Mobile. 
Brad Mobile? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I I've, I don't know that I ever... Oh, you're to the boss. Ah! Dr. Robotnik. So it, he became playable in, obviously, the game that we're playing right now, Sonic the Hedgehog. You got to jump up on the... All there right, you go. all right, all right. I got him. And this game was uh, actually a game changer because up until this point, the movement of these you know 2d games was all at a constant pace where sonic actually kind of changed this and you can kind of move at whatever pace you want to or whatever speed and this is because they developed an algorithm that allowed a sprite which is like a a 2d object right to move smoothly smoothly on a curve by determining its position with a dot matrix now essentially that just means that uh, the the um, screen is, or the level is one full screen, and you can move around that screen as fast as you possibly want. You're Got not it. dedicated to, yep. you know, your traditional gaming, like, you know, Street Fighter yeah. or whatever. Or not Street Fighter. Um, uh, Mario. Mario yeah. or some of those others where it's a very slow scroll or even some of the, the more... Um, 3D looking games where you kind of would go to an area, kill all the guys you needed to go kill, and then move on. And uh, Naka's original prototype was a platform game that involved a fast-moving character rolling in a ball through a long winding tube. And this eventually got fleshed out and was created into Sonic the Hedgehog. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. So as we talked about, uh, Sonic's antagonist is Dr. Robotnik. That's how he's referred to in the Western world, but he's actually Dr. Eggman when it comes to the Japanese and, and most of the Eastern world side of things. Right. Do you, What did you call him? Do you remember him called a certain thing? Um, I think it was Dr. Robotnik because I remember playing some of the games that was Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. So... He was actually, Dr. Robotnik was actually one of the original ideas for a character to become uh, Sega's kind of iconic character. Oh, interesting. But he was rejected. And so what they did was they reworked him and created him into a villain. So in 1991, uh, they began creating Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And they designed a new sidekick for Sonic, Tails, a two-tailed fox that uh, could fly and was inspired by Japanese folklore about kitsune. So kitsune is the Japanese word for fox, and in folklore, they are seen as an intelligent being with paranormal abilities. Uh, The development struggled because of the language barrier between the developers. So you had both, you know, American and and, uh, Japanese uh, developers working on this, and but once once the the video game was actually released it it saw the similar success that the first game had yeah so sega technical institute after this struggle with the the um language barrier actually split into two divisions so you had your japanese and your american development um the japanese arm was then tasked with releasing or developing sonic the hedgehog 3 uh and sonic and knuckles so those were originally intended to be one massive game, but they struggled to fit into a game cartridge, and so they had to be split into two because of how much data they were looking at, which huh. is kind of crazy. You know, you think nowadays, like, right on this system that we have, we have, like, 40 games. Right. But back in the day, they were trying oh, to fit these onto yeah. cartridges, and they were struggling to even do that, so they had to split it up into two different games. Oh, jeez. When uh, management realized that Sonic 3 wasn't going to be done by the 1993 holiday season, they enlisted the American uh, developers to create Sonic Pinball, which you actually see on this game here. Yeah, uh, I think it's Dr. Dr. Robotnik's something, yep. Spinball or something yeah. like that is the, the name of the game. Um, pretty, I think it's a pretty good pinball game. Yeah. Um, in 1993... Sonic became the first video game character with a balloon in the Macy's Day Parade. No way. Yeah. The first one? Yep. Huh. That's showing some love. Yeah. So Sonic 3 and and Sonic and Knuckles were both released in 1994. 
So Knuckles was a character that was introduced as a red Enchida. Um, he was apparently pretty gullible, and in Sonic 3, uh, it was tricked into opposing Sonic and Tails uh, by Dr. Robotnik. But then in Sonic and Knuckles, he became playable and became a good character. Okay. Uh, Sonic, or excuse me, Sega released a new console, the Sega Saturn, in 1994. Yep. Do you even remember the Sega Saturn? I don't. Sega Saturn? Yes. Uh, I don't remember Sega Saturn. No, I don't remember Sega that, Saturn. I don't remember it at There's all. There's other Sega ones that I remember, but not Sega Saturn. Yeah. So it um, was supposed to be kind of their entry into the three-dimensional okay. um, you know, graphics. And in 1996, Sonic 3D Blast was developed uh, for Sega Genesis, and it was criticized for its gameplay uh, controls and slow pace. So Sonic Extreme was the first 3D game intended originally for Sega Saturn, but it was actually canceled. Uh, Once it was canceled, they ported Sonic 3D Blast to the new console, um, to the Sega Saturn console, um, with updated graphics and bonus levels. In 1997, Sonic R was released, which was a Sonic racing game. And that was the only Sonic game that was designed specifically for the Sega Saturn. Uh, In 1998, the Sega Dreamcast was released. Yep. And Sonic Adventure accompanied the release, and it was apparently one of the largest in terms of like size uh, games that was ever created at that time. Interesting. Did you did you have any familiarity with the Dreamcast? Uh, not really. No, like Sega Genesis was my only Sega product. I can't remember if I um, had mentioned this in a previous podcast but there was a point in my life when I was I think in late elementary school and one of the guys on my block got a Sega Dreamcast Mm -hmm. but it was the Japanese version and so it was like before it came to America and I don't know how he got it but he I mean he acted like he was the coolest kid on the block and he's a little bit older than us Um, but at the time we were like this is the coolest thing ever and um and I and then I later a couple years uh, later when it came out for um, you know the America or for the United States um, and then it once it was dated then I bought it used and mm-hmm. I, it was like it was fun but it wasn't that great yeah I remember because it was the f- it was like a big controller right oh yeah well no th- there was a big controller yes but it still was a system and they were discs no 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 yeah but the 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 actual controller that you used. Yes. Was was a fairly big one, right? I think, uh, I mean, moderately large. I, I don't know. Are you thinking of the Game Gear? No, no, no. Oh, this okay. is the controller I was thinking of. Oh, okay. It's a pretty big controller, like uh, pretty hefty in your hands. Yeah. You know, it's been a while since I've had it. It it almost emulated what an N6, N64 oh, yes. yep. became yeah, kind right. of a slimmed down yep. version of this, right? Yes, correct. Um, and, and I think that's why I never really got into it. I just like could never get comfortable with the controller. It definitely was awkward, and I couldn't even tell you what games that I liked playing on it, but it was just... I think, honestly, it was because of my young experience with this kid that was cool and having the system and all that, that that kind of drove me to... like excitement to eventually get it mm-hmm. but when it actually came to it was like eh, it wasn't that great yeah um but yeah you know after the the sega dreamcast uh in 2001 sega actually announced that it was discontinuing the dreamcast and exiting the console market um, and just becoming a third-party developer so uh sonic adventure 2 was released for the nintendo gamecube uh, we also saw games like Sonic Heroes in 2003, uh, Shadow the Hedgehog in 2005, which was actually developed for mature audiences as a kind of third-person shooter game. Oh. And it had a non-linear gameplay. And then 2005, one of the first characters uh, to be inducted into the walk of game along with Mario and Link. Oh, you're dead again. Darn it, I got so far. 2006, we saw Sonic Riders. It's a de- uh, design for Sonic and extreme sports fans. Mm-hmm. 2007, Sonic and the Secret Rings 
was the first game for the Wii. Uh, and then in May of 2013, Nintendo announced it was collaborating with Sega to produce Sonic games for Wii U and 3DS. Um, so we saw Sonic's Lost World. Um, and uh, a couple of interesting facts that I, I found was that uh, Sonic, the music was scored entirely by a Japanese pop group, Dreams Come True. Um, and it was a trio that formed in 1988. Any any guess on what other music they might have produced? Well, I, if they made Sonic, I feel like they would have made another video game. Nope. Oh, oh. Movie. Oh, movie. Um, would have been early 90s. Um, Seattle Ties. It wouldn't have been like Sleepless in Seattle, would it? It was Sleepless in Seattle. They made they they provided music for Sleepless in Seattle and uh, the Swan Princess. What? Yeah, I, I don't know That's how much. So but wild. There's that. I mean, good for them. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, and then in 2014, the live action film production actually started. So the video, the film that we are just releasing. Next yes. week, it started production in 2014. Now, obviously, that includes scripts and all that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. But, um, yeah, they they started filming in 2018. And then, obviously, we talked about their first trailer was released and they had to yeah. uh, well, completely it's got, redo was it. Was it John Marston as the lead guy, which I'm trying to think. You know, he's been relevant for a while. Um, and then Ben Schwartz, if I remember, is Sonic's voice, which Ben Schwartz is, in my opinion, mostly known for Parks and Rec, which is a pop culture reference you will go over your head. But mm-hmm. he... Just Jim Carrey. That's yeah, all you need to Jim, know. Jim Carrey. <laughs> sure. But the other guys are... I'm just trying to think, like, Ben Schwartz, for instance, has didn't really make a name for himself until after Parks and Rec, or during Parks and Rec, I guess. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I guess that's when Parks and Rec kind of ended. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And one other fa- fact I found was that uh, apparently the setting is supposed to kind of be California. Is that right? Green Hills is supposed to be California. Okay. So I, I could see that. Whatever that's worth. Uh, well, you're you're going to pick up where I was. I gave you a, a head start. Um, you're in the marble zone right now. As as I was playing this, I didn't want to uh, say it because I was I can't do three things at once. Um, but the um, the game was uh, not the like once you get it to level two was a lot less familiar oh, to me. Weird. So I I kind of see what you're saying. Like maybe it wasn't the first one that I played the most. Maybe it was another one. Um, I mean I would have been I would have been one years old or uh, one year old when it first came out. So. It probably wasn't this one, but I feel like I would have had it. So I don't know. Anyway, well, I'll get into some stats. So, um, so Sonic is one of the best-selling franchises. It has shifted 800 million units, including approximately 171 million software sales and 600 million free-to-play mobile downloads. So, in terms of uh, Revenue, the franchise has grossed more than $9 billion. So Sonic holds nine of the top ten sales for Sega. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, they uh, The only exception is number nine, Disney's Aladdin. Um, oh, I did play that. I yeah. played that. So that was that was up there. Is that on the – is that one of no, the options? No. Oh, okay. It's a I Disney remember movie. playing. I remember it's playing. a Disney thing, so it's – Yeah, they probably own it. Um, but yeah, so Sonic the Hedgehog, the first one was forty-four million in sales total. That's between the uh, two systems. Sonic Sonic Dash, which uh, was twenty million, uh, that's the one that came out in two thousand thirteen. I actually downloaded that uh, recently when I was doing research, mm-hmm. and have been playing the last um, <laughs> couple days just yeah. to kind of get get in the mood. Yeah, and uh, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, I don't mind it. I don't know if I'll continue playing it, but we'll see. I definitely got into the you can collect characters, and it's more like um, kind of like Temple Run. 
Um, And so you're just moving stuff around. But the concepts are all pretty similar to what, you know, Sonic is where you're you're dashing and you're, you know, rolling and all that stuff. So um, Dashing through the fire. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, so Sonic Dash, Sonic 2 was third. That was 92 when that came out. Mario and Sonic the Olympic Games, the 2007 one, uh, was 13 million. And then Sonic 3 and Knuckles uh, was number five at 8 million. That was in 94. When was the last time you think you played Sonic? Good question. I want to say I've played it as some type of novelty, not through a system like this, but maybe at like an arcade. I think I've maybe played mm-hmm. or uh, I, some random. I I feel like it's more recent than it might actually oh be. What the heck was that? Oh, you could miss a shortcut. So did did you ever play like the Sonic and uh, Mario Olymp- Olympics or like any of those? I don't you? think so. Yeah, I don't think I did um, either. Yeah, I don't think I played those. Though I was familiar with them, so, which just made me oh, feel geez. like. There was. Um, How did you not give commentary when you were? I was trying to be as silent as possible oh. to not interrupt you. Um, yeah, I don't care. But, <laughs> oh. um, but there, as you, uh, the view, listeners can't pick up. But I definitely had a couple moments where I like quietly panicked and and uh, shouted to myself. I'm gonna change it to uh, number two just oh, okay, to see. Great. If- yeah, no, that's 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 a good good point. Yeah, so. Sonic is actually the number 18 single console game of all time, like of all games. Hmm. So um, the original had, uh, we talked about 44 million, so that was split between two systems within Sega, but it had 22 on the Mega Drive um, is what it gets credit for. Um, The number one, two, and three were Wii Sports at 82 million, Pokemon Red, Green, Blue, Yellow uh, at 46 million, and We Fit at 43.8 million. I feel like We Sports is kind of cheating because everybody had We We Sports, uh, and I think We Fit even. Oh yeah, we too. I definitely played this one because you can play against each other. You can yeah. play against people. Yeah, this looks a lot very familiar to me. Yeah, because yeah. it's like actually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I see. think this was more common. Yeah, I remember the buttons. Yep. Yep. It was definitely two. Yeah. And you got tails introduced. They don't even tell you about tails. Like you just throw tails at you. It's kind of like why? Like you only unless you read the comics and some of the other stuff. Like you don't really know who tails is at this point. Yeah, definitely played this one more. Um. Anyway, so uh, a couple. It all, it all comes back to you so quickly. Yeah. So a couple. Uh, quick fun stats. So this one was, it took a while. I was trying to figure out how fast uh, the world's fastest hypersonic hedgehog is. And there is many conflicting reports. And this is not just reports from people guessing it. It's actually, you know, in various games and comics, there is different numbers provided. But... What a lot of the numbers revolved around were around 765 miles per hour. Wow. So that's just around the speed of sound, which, you know, sonic makes sense. But there are, uh, in in the comic books, there's a reference to him reaching Mach 5 or Mach 15, which is 11,888 miles per hour. So that is in essence is like I don't even know what that is. It's Mach 15 which is incredibly fast. But yeah so he ranges between those um, so take it for what it's worth. But he definitely at least runs at the speed of sound. So Modern Sonic is about 5 foot 1 which will be interesting to see him in the movie and how that plays you know a part. I, I didn't really get a good glimpse of him standing next to people but I'd be curious how he is like next to John Marston but Mm-mm. Um, the original one was smaller. The original one, yeah, the original one was around like three, three and a half feet, I yeah. think, which is what you're playing right now. This is the original, and then he evolves. He grows some like longer legs um, in later ones. So a couple world records. So on the 15th of May in 2011, Michael Schraka from the USA 
scored 812,140 points on Sonic the Hedgehog to set the world record for highest score. And the longest gaming marathon by a tag team ran for a total of seven days from December 28th, 2011 to January 4th, 2012. Um, So the four members of the UK-based gaming collective Respawn Point played 12 games from the main Sonic series from Sonic the Hedgehog through Sonic Generations, um, Sonic Team 2011, with the record attempt being streamed online. So that's a lot of Sonic playing. Can you imagine playing for uh, four, or actually that's, what is it, seven days? Seven straight days. Nope. You know, I think spending spending seven straight days with any one person could be could be troublesome, but with four people and then only playing Sonic, that's got to be rough. I don't know that I can really make it like an hour anymore. Yeah. I love video games, but games like this, and I love the nostalgic thing, but games like this are hard to play for a long period yeah. of time. After you play games, like I literally just met Darth Vader in my living room. Like that's you know, well, and it's I also, a new world. I also think you know, it's interesting because I, I was thinking about this the other day that given kind of the the state of new video games and the fact that you can save, and we talked about this in the video game se- section, but the fact that you can save now. Mm-hmm. I think has changed people's like, you know, attention span toward video games. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we used to spend hours and hours and hours and we would never make it anywhere mm-hmm. in these games, you know? And now I get frustrated when like I die and I'm like, all right, I'm dead. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm good. Right. And like, we used to just sit there and, and just continue to play and play and play and play again and and like you know we were only making it three or four levels right and now it's like yeah yeah i'm i'm good yeah and i think there were definitely was a culture too around the communal playing obviously the people played by themselves but the like having your buddies over to play mm-hmm. um or you play against your you know siblings if you had them and like that type of thing was pretty common and because you could then be like, oh, well, now it's my turn and I'm going to beat your score mm-hmm. and, and you would watch and hope that they didn't. But um, so it was definitely a different world then for sure. But, yeah, I don't know. Like it's uh, – it's it's I, I still like it. It's just a little different now. Mm-hmm. So – but, yeah, so let's, uh, let's take a moment and jump into some friendship test. We just become best friends. Yep. All right, Brian, so I want to know first who or what is your favorite Sonic game playing? Yeah, I mean, it's it's got to be number two because it's just like that's the game I played the most, I think. Yeah. Uh, it gives me the most nostalgia. I, I almost didn't give you back the controller. Is it okay if I try another Sonic game? We throw another one oh, on? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. While yeah, we're yeah. doing this? Yeah. I, the pinball one, you know, that was another thing I was thinking about is like, I obviously did not buy the pinball game, but the fact that on one of those Friday nights I might have gone to the one of the blockbusters, you know, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Gone to the blockbuster and rented a single game of, of Sonic Pinball. That ga- I definitely own that game. Sonic Spinball? Yeah, and, and if you go back, go back real oh. quick just before you... Yeah. This Dr. Robotnik's is basically yep. Tetris, but yep. Sonic Tetris. Yep. I think that's the only four games that are Sonic on there. Okay. But, yeah, the the, the Spinball is, is an interesting take on a pinball game. Yeah, I, I, this will bring me back a little bit. My favorite Sonic game, and I probably should have actually just jumped into it. Weirdly enough, the one that really – I mean, this – this artwork really jumped out to me, so I know I owned this this Sonic the Spinball, but mine actually is what you lightly pointed to, and it was the Mean Bean Machine. I remember. No, playing, it was not. I remember playing that a lot, and me. I don't know why, but that's the one that, like, when I saw a picture, I was like, "Yes, that!" Like that, and it's it it's dumb to say that's my favorite pinball machine, but oh, oh, wait, actually. I take the I take it back. I take it back. No, it's this game. I I didn't realize it until now that I'm in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's, it's the pin, it's, it's the pinball. pinball. Game. Yeah. yeah. That's the game that I Yeah. The other one is Tetris. Yeah, no, I played the other game. I I definitely did. But 
I didn't realize it until right. Oh my gosh, this is bringing me back. Why have we not been just playing this game the entire time? Oh, this A, A is left, and I think C C is right. Oh, I remember this game so. Oh, and then so this, the thing, and yep, then it drains, the, and then oh, the gem. Yep. So yep, it's basically it. a pinball game, but you only see a certain area, and you kind of go through levels of this and <gasps> jump. Ah! You can jump. You can jump. Hit A. No. Oh, okay. All right. We're good. Yeah. Whew, almost got eaten. Yeah. And you kind of have to unlock different areas, but you can yeah. still control Sonic yeah. um, in this game. And, and you know, it, this is a close one for, for of the Sonic games, uh, I would say. I, I did find myself over this last week playing this quite a bit just because yeah. it, it's a pretty fun one. All right, Justin, in terms oh. of uh, the side characters, who's, yeah. who's your favorite? Tails, Knuckles? Shadow um, or some other character. Yeah, I mean it's hard not to say Tails for me because I I played very casually with Sonic uh, Tails. Uh, the the three games that I remembered were Sonic Two, and it, I didn't realize this until before um, we're actually playing it. But it's Sonic Two, it's the Spinball, and then it's the Doctor Robotnik basically te- uh, Tetris game. Mm-hmm. And Tails Tails was a prominent person in. The second one, though I didn't realize. I thought Tails was a girl, but Tails is a boy. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I would say Tails. What about you? Yep, Tails never fails. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll agree upon that. That's good. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick step out of the Sonic, potentially out of the Sonic world. Um, but uh, what is the best animal video game character? So we're we're stepping out of Sega. We're we're talking about all systems. What is it? I, I listed a couple here. If you have another one on top of that, go for it. But I have Sonic, Donkey Kong, Banjo, Bowser, and Diddy Kong. Now, I'm going to preface and say that not necessarily the games that they were in, though that could be a, It's more just, you know, their involvement and just how you like them as a character. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting that you had... Bowser in there. I well, mean, he's, he's a turtle, turtle, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a villain, but oh shoot! Oh, you missed it. Um. Hmm. I mean, can I throw in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? It's one of my favorite uh, games. Yeah, they're more a collective of people <laughs> or of of turtles. And they're, you're right that they are, but I want to I want a singular singular thing. I mean, I guess I guess the next most played video game that I had was probably uh, Donkey Kong. Interesting. Like uh, Donkey Kong on the N64 or Super Nintendo? Um, uh, Super Nintendo. Okay. I feel like I played it. No, what did I play? Maybe I played it on, I don't know. Not, uh, I'm not trying to make stuff up right now. <laughs> that's fine. You don't have to make things up. I don't remember. So for me, this is kind of weird to say. I mean, Sonic had played. It was fun. Like Donkey Kong, I, was, I, I played on, on, I think, the, the SNES, the Super Nintendo. Banjo, could, Pan, Banjo was it? Kazooie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, never played Banjo. I never played that game. I liked Mario. I got mine. Oh. Go ahead. Sorry. But for me... And there's a reason why I threw him in there. I'm throwing in Diddy Kong. And the reason being I'm saying Diddy Kong is because one of my favorite games, uh, um, I don't know if I mentioned this, uh, but one of my favorite games growing up on the Super Nintendo was Diddy Kong Racing. Actually, no, sorry, uh, N64 was Diddy Kong Racing. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, I never had Mario Kart. I always had Diddy Kong Racing. Hmm. And so there was... I, I play that game so much, and and it just was a great game. And and there was a there was a um, adventure mode where you can like drive around and collect coins and secret worlds, and it was it was awesome. I I would go back in a heartbeat and play that game. Yeah. Um, so I would go with Diddy Kong. Star Fox. Oh, it's my favorite. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Star Fox is is a good one. Um. Yeah. That that game was a a great game. So I 
Star Fox is one of the. It's funny, depending on what systems you had, Star Fox, for whatever reason, uh, do you remember what system was that I on? I think it's N64. Okay, so. Because it, it had to be N64, because I remember you would double tap to spin roll and. Yeah, do a barrel roll. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> do so, a barrel roll. So I. I never, I had the N64, but my, my, one of my best friends, um, he had Star Fox and we would play it every once in a while. Um, but, uh, it was more just like him playing it. And so I never really got into that though. I will say from Super Smash Brothers, Star Fox is, is a fun character to play as. Um, I mean, he's got a gun, so, you know, that's already a pretty good advantage, but yeah, so I, I, I think I respect that. I, I respect that one. All right, best Sega game. Yeah, so for me, and I'm actually gonna I'm gonna stop this for a second and reset it. Uh, but for me, it's actually not one of the traditional ones. Okay, uh, is it on here? Uh, it is on here. Here, I'll let. You, I probably should just ask you to reset it while I'm talking. But for me, it actually was the game right next to Sonic. It came out right after it, and uh, I used to play this with my my uh, siblings. It was oh. Toe Jam and Earl. Hmm. And this game, I, did you ever play it? I've played it before. I don't know that I played it very often. Like, I, I probably rented it one weekend and played it, but that was about it. So there, there is, uh, we had the game, and I, I loved it so much. I mean, I played it all the time, and I just, it was just like unique style game. And like, it is a total flashback if you ever go back and play it to like the 90s thinking they're cool with some of this stuff yeah but it's it's really funny and and i actually maybe two or three years ago xbox came out with uh the option to download some uh, sega games and this was one of them so oh, really? i downloaded it and i got back into playing um playing it but it's just like totally ridiculous and it's similar it's a side scroller so i, I might have played a different version of it like this one this one looks like the older version because it was more of a side scroller this actually looks a little weird to me. So it must have been a later no, I think version. You get of it. Into, I think you get into. S- they, were, they were typically bigger. Yeah, this seems odd. There's a present there. I think um, you get into a. a Different world. Level. Yeah. I think. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, that I would say uh, Toe, Toe Jam and Earl. Is a wiener. <laughs> would probably be it. And I, I'm going to guess oh, and wait, say that it's. Okay. Oh, is it a two-player and you're just hanging out? Oh. Do I have to come with you? I guess. I don't know. Now I'm stuck in the elevator. Well, what's this? I don't even know what I'm doing now. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I would I would do that. What about you, Brian? Okay, so I've been racking my brain on this one for forever because there was a game that was this football game, and it had like zombies and skeletons and it was one of the and I'm pretty sure it was Sega but me and my one of my buddies would actually pass the game back and forth because it was such an amazing game that we both had to play it but essentially what it was was it was a football game and every time I search it it says Mutant League Football but that's not what it was it, it was this football game where you'd play football almost on a cemetery where you'd have to like avoid you know random things uh, but I can't think of the name of it and you know maybe one day I'll go back home and figure out what the the game is and, and rekindle the the love for that game but um, my my favorite uh, has to be this road rash you t- did you say something about this before I and did. I never heard of it yes so it's a motorcycle game. And it's a motorcycle driving game that basically you drive and you can punch the other motorcyclists. So, like, I can punch that guy. Oh, uh, okay. And there are people with – so, like, this guy is trying to block me. Oh, get him. Like, that guy, I think, had a, a chain. Oh, wow. This is violent. You, you have uh, chains and clubs. <laughs> uh, there's police on the road that if you crash in front of the police, you're going to get busted and – um, you have to pay a fine. There's cars in the way, so I could, I could run into a car. Oh, see that oh, guy had a yeah. that guy yeah, had wow, a uh, chain. How come you don't have a chain? I feel like you. Should I have to one. steal it from him. Oh. Yeah, and so you you know it it, it it's a pretty fun uh, little driving game. Yeah. Very basic. Uh, yeah. Come on. Sixteen bit racing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 
And I mean, I'm traveling 120 miles per hour, and when I get a better bike, it uh, Whoa! becomes really fast. Yeah. Um, and you go through these turns really, really fast, and yeah. it becomes complicated. So since I can't remember the name of the actual game that I'm trying to think of, uh, I'm going to have to go with Road Rash because this one, I mean, I literally just bought the this Sega Genesis Mini just yeah. for this game. Oh, really? Well, I mean, like, this is the game I wanted to play. I've been playing this a lot. And, yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, like, I can kick the people. I can punch them. Um, I'm in third place right now. Not too bad. To, to clarify, uh, my favorite game on the Sega was Toe Jam and Earl in Panic on Funk Otron, which is the second Toe Jam and Earl game. Mm. So that first one was not familiar to me. But the second one is so it is oh, like so it, it's just this. Oh, see, I got a club. Oh wow. Get yep. It. Yep. All right. Well, this was uh, was good, but let's let's take a second and let's think a little crazy, and let's do some delusional thinking. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. All right. So we're going back into Sonic World right now. Well, not necessarily. We're we're talking Sonic at least. Um, and I ran some calculations for this, so I want I want you to think about this, Brian. So, you have the option to run three times faster than you currently can run, but you have to do it like Sonic. So your arms are behind your back, and your I think your legs would be moving in a circular fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll give you that. Okay. So you have to do that, or you can be fifty percent smarter, but you have to look like Doctor Edman or. Um, as he's also called, um, what's his what's his name? I'm Robotnik. Looking. Robotnik, yeah. So you have to look like him. So you got the goofy glasses. You got the you know mustache. weirdly, sh- yeah. You got the mustache. You got the weirdly shaped body in a, in a lot of ways. Yeah. So so are you a cartoon Doctor Robotnik? Or are you Jim Carrey or Doctor Robotnik? You're Jim Carrey, but I think Jim Carrey is a kind of a creative take on him. I think you have to be like like an larger. Egg. You have to be like an egg. That's okay. what you know the Eggman was. Okay. So okay. I think you have to be like that. So I pulled in some numbers just for context and, and debate. So the average human being runs about eight miles per hour. Mm-hmm. The f- world's fastest man, which is Usain Bolt, can run up to 27 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. So that's that's that comparison. The uh, IQ, so uh, Dr. Eggman has a 300 IQ, mm-hmm. which has never been achieved by a human being. But a 50% increase to the average IQ of 100 would equal about 150, which would put you in the top 10 to 15 world's smartest people. Okay. So both both of these put you kind of up there, but not necessarily the fastest or the smartest. Wait, I thought you said Bolt ran... 27. Oh, 27. Okay, yeah. so, so you, you wouldn't be faster than... 24. You wouldn't be faster than Usain Bolt, and you'd have to run like that. Yeah. Um... I think I'm going to have to go with running. Okay. And the reason why is because if I don't, if I choose not to run, I'm back to normal and, and, you know, nothing's weird about me. Yeah. Um, It's just when I run that I have to run like Sonic. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with how Sonic runs. Uh, I mean, it definitely would look weird. And your arms would be behind you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how Sonic runs. So that would look weird. Yeah. Um, but but just when I'm running. So, like, if I'm fast enough, nobody is going to care how how I run if I'm running faster than them. Like, yeah. if you're doing it well, maybe you're a trendsetter. Maybe other people are going to try to run like you. Sure. Um, I, other Because the uh, on the flip side, I'm only getting 50% intelligence i'm not you're not getting up to the 300 that dr eggman robotnik is getting to and then i have to look like him too yeah so so you know that's that's something i have to live with yeah yeah i i see what you're saying but but you know if you're the world's smartest man in the you know that that's i guess definitely different but for me the fifty percent increase puts you in the top ten, if not top five. I think that would you were just about as smart as Albert Einstein was, 
Like that's genius level. Um, and so if you are, if you're at that level, I feel like there's value to, um, to the smarts. I mean, you can do so much with, with a brighter mind. You can figure out a way, uh, I don't know, you could do so much good with it or bad like Dr. Robotnik, but I think you would have advantage of that. The running thing to me is pretty niche. I don't run that much. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> I don't know what value that would provide me. Yeah. I guess you could maybe become you an athlete. You could become an Olympian. Yeah, you could become an Olympian. I don't think you'd be good in the NFL or any sports because how you run, you wouldn't, you know, you would run fast, but then your your carrying skills or your uh, – Yeah, but you could be baseball. Uh, I guess. Yeah, but then when you're running to go catch catch a ball in the outfield, you'd have to be a DH, I think, a fast DH. Because if you're running and it's like, oh, I'm going to catch the ball, but then you're like running with your hands behind your back, like I, I don't know, that might be that might be weird. Yeah, and and may not work. So for me, I think I'm leaning towards the uh, you know I'm going to be brighter, I'm going to be smarter, I'm going to. I'm going to be one of the world's smartest people. I'm not going to want to look at you, though. Uh, well, that's fine. I'm not going to want to look at you when you run. How, what kind of like how cool of the character would that be, too? Like if Doctor Robotnik actually existed. I mean, granted, you don't want a villain like that, but like if you're super smart and I can, you know, build machines and do all, you know, all this other stuff because I'm really smart. Um, I think I could have some advantage in my life. And then, you know, I'm a goofy looking guy, sure, but I think at the end of the day. You know, I can win them over with my smarts. So I, I'm going to go with smarts. I, I think that's the best bet right now. Um, I respect your decision to run weird, but uh, I'm going to I'm going to be really smart. But you don't even you, you even said it. You don't run much, so yeah, it wouldn't even affect you. Well, that's the thing is I think that's part of this is that because it doesn't affect me that much, I choose that. You run more than I do, but. In actuality, it wouldn't change your life that much. But you, you even just... said like you value being normal for most of the time. So that means that you're taking a little small change to your life, and I'm taking a bigger change by that being could, smarter. That and... could significantly impact. Uh, like it's not a it's not a negative. I'm taking a very l- low negative that could impact my my life greatly, whereas you're taking a fairly significant change sure. to increase your smart you know intelligence i mean what's your iq right now are you above 100 i i don't know so i mean maybe i'm an average person maybe maybe you're not even increasing it 50 points maybe from your maybe i'm more maybe i'm smarter than the average what about that brian yeah that's what i'm saying so maybe it's less maybe you're increasing it less than 50 percent well how fast can you run can Uh, you run eight miles per hour on average, um, over a whole of over a whole sixty minutes. No, not a whole sixty minutes. I don't know. I don't know what the av- It's hard to compare average speeds. Like Usain Bolt actually runs an average of of twenty. I think it's like twenty four. But like he can reach speeds of twenty seven. Whereas like this this scenario, you would run. You know, the fastest you could reach is three times your speed. Um, three times your average speed in this scenario. I don't know. I I think that I I see what you're saying. I just think that while there is more risk and negative tied to what mine is, there is more reward tied to the greater smarts that I would get. See, uh, so like when I jog, I'm normally about a a little over between six and seven miles per hour. Okay, is when I when I go jog. Now I can sprint faster than that. Yeah, but. But in this scenario, you're you're about the average of what an average runner it, or average person is, and so you would probably be in the low twenties, which is quite fast. Yeah, you're you're winning legs of races, you're winning some races, but when it comes down to the Olympians, you're not going to be able to win. Like you're not that good. You're just not good enough. Just like I'm not ju- the smartest person in the world. But I think my really good, my really high IQ would allow me to excel in this world. Yeah, but nobody would want to look at you. Well, You're an egg. I'll design some type of mirroring device. And I'll run around you and spin and well, sure. bounce on your head. I'm going to be Dr. Robotnik, but be a good one. <laughs>
be a good guy. <laughs> You're the villain, Brian. No, I'm not. I'm not the villain. I'm not. I'm not. But Shadow, Shadow, the bad one. I don't know if Shadow's the bad one. He's just apparently the more hardcore one. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, it's been a fun. Uh, hopefully fast episode. I don't think it was that fast. We're we're already over an hour, but yeah, we are. Um, but yeah, it, as I always say, uh, please, 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 please subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you find people to listen to your podcast. And don't forget to to send a, a follow, uh, like some of the posts. Um, Brian's been on top of it. I still suck at it. I'm I, I continue to apologize. For you that, try. But, um, uh, but yeah, but thank you. Please, please uh, follow us on any of our our social channels uh, if you can. All right. Until next time on the Quest for One Hundred.